0: Welcome to Generation... Urch! (laughs) (laughs)
1: Alright,
0: so... uh, The last two episodes, one was of Daryl. He went over his story, where he got his start, where he's at now, uh, struggles, that kind of thing. And then if you haven't watched Dylan's story, that's super interesting. Same kind of thing. His start, where he got going, how many units he has. I mean, a whole bit. So, uh, on this episode, we're going to be talking about my story, and I just... Don't like to talk much about myself, but <laughs> we're going to have a lot of questions. I'm just going to put my stuff out there. Um, and if you guys have any follow-up questions, feel free to just comment. Comment in the, uh, in the uh, comment section of YouTube or Instagram or, or whatever. So feel free to tag along. Um, so for me, I got my start back in 2009. I got my first unit that I ended up picking up. Um, I was still young. I was still in uh, college. It was one of those pre-foreclosure ones. I um, got some help with my dad because my dad ended up like was doing some stuff like that and then I ended up picking up another in 2000. And these were ones you were living in? No, no. So, so, so I this was, was just a road road living yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was like, it was in a neighborhood called College, Cottage City. Nice. Uh, it's really close to where I live. I mean, literally, I could walk there. It's like three minutes away from where my parents mm. lived and where mm. I lived at the time. And it was pre-foreclosure. I got it for $135,000. Uh, $135, I mean, at this point, it's evaluated at 485 Oh, you still <laughs> own it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> 485 13 years later. <laughs> 13 years later, I've never refied it. I've never done. <laughs> you said started- 2009. 2009. So before the bust. Is this
1: the- No, right it was like oh, right after. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I've never refied it. I've never done anything with it. I still nice. own it. It's now paid off. Because the wrecks the <laughs> are like ridiculous. It's just, it's one of those like. Oh my god, I should have done more of those. And in fact, I have stories of me turning away deals that were like that around the same time. Because it was uh. just like, oh, you want 150000 We agreed to one hundred and twenty, And now the houses are worth like half a million. So uh-huh. it's just like dumb time. So, I don't know. So that's where I got started. Then I did another one in 2013. Same thing. So but where were you living? Your, my parents. Oh, you are living with your yeah, parents. Yeah, in okay. 2009, I was living with my parents. 2013, I was already living... I was living in Richmond at the time nice. because I had moved down to live with my girlfriend. No, I guess we got married. So before I moved down, we got married. So we lived down here, uh, working two jobs. I was just like hustling and bustling when I was young. But I saw the system going. Uh, my uncle owns several houses. He used to work in construction, nice. decided to kind of start working for himself, uh, started a concrete company. And then he started to notice that he had he needed a lot of employees so he also needed he also noticed that there was a need for housing for those employees so that's how he by default he just kind of like stumbled into real estate because he was like I live in Baltimore I can buy houses pretty cheap for 15,000 I mean it's kind of like Petersburg 15,000 20,000 I'll fix them up I'll just make them nice enough so that people can live in it people moved in his employees moved in and it was like a full circle for him. No, that's and that's crazy. when the light bulb just turned on. And then he started buying three houses at a time. Five houses that were side by side. Entire blocks. I mean he was having he was buying entire like two sides of blocks and sharing at alleys. Like yeah, he cool. was he was buying large amounts of, of properties at his time because he started realizing that the money just came full circle and he was buying them at cheap. Kind of like when you were buying them down in Petersburg. So I saw that when I was growing up. Uh, and I saw what kind of influence that had on my family and how, like, that was like a beacon of somebody that had made it out. Yeah. You know, he was being super resourceful. So, like, he was admired as an uncle. And my dad kind of took after that some and was, like, doing it to some degree. And I was, yeah, you know, of course he was my dad. So I looked up to him. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to do more of what he did. But it was never one of those, like, that's going to create passive income. That's what's going to get me from like working at nine and five to like being financially free. It was just a...
1: You stumbled into it. Like, yeah, it was just yeah. like a,
0: that's what I'm supposed to do, right? That's awesome. That's a normal thing to do. So let me stumble into it and <laughs> fine, I'll buy another house, right? Uh, and I was young. It was just kind of like when I was like weird. I don't know, it was those weird things that you just kind of like stumble into. But in 2013, that was my my last like pre-foreclosure one. And then I bought a house with my wife. I think this was in 2000. 17 was the first house with my wife so there's plenty of time was in between, in between. a lot of time in between yeah so it was like four first, years second, yeah. i was like saving money and i was just like again it wasn't a goal of mine right it was just like something that you do and if i bought a house once every four years in 40 years i had 10 houses and i'd be happy right um
1: what changed like mentally what had to change <coughs> What pivoted, made you pivot to where
0: you are now? I think it was a few things. So it was a domino effect. I was seeing the cash flow, and I was like, that's nice. In 2017, when I bought the house with my wife, um, I was working full-time. She was working full-time. I was working with my godfather at the time who owned a construction company. Um, I had just graduated from school, and it was just one of those, like, how can I help you grow your business? And then at the same time, if it ends up working out, I'll kind of like inherit the business and take it over. Nice. And I mean, that was kind of a pipe dream. He was like really <laughs> hard head. Like like I wasn't gonna get through to him. But there was a lot that I learned from him in the trade. So it was just like how to uh, how to create quotes, how to do projects, how to manage people, how to do payroll, um, just like anything and everything in construction I mean basically how I operate my construction branch like within my business is all learned from him and how he that's does awesome. it right so I saw that but then I was also seeing the money come in from like these other investments that I had made and I was like that's cool yeah and time was times were changing 2013 things were getting a little bit better 2017 things were getting significantly better so like things were on the uptick so my rents were going up as the time was going through so i was seeing that there was like a change over a long period of time Mm -hmm. and that like really kind of turned the switch to some degree i still at that point i was like leaving i was planning on leaving my godfather and working in public accounting and i was like i need to be a professional and i don't know if it was like an ego thing uh like being a minority first generation born here like Yeah, your parents come here and they want you to be successful, right? But, like, success is defined by you and what you find important and how does that, like, how does your work, like, give you that, like, success? Or how does it, like, how it gets defined, right? So, I was trying to pursue what they wanted for me Mm -hmm. as success, but it wasn't necessarily, like, what I wanted. Yeah, and that's what did they, they want? A college like degree? A corporate job? They, and, yeah, so they wanted a college degree. Um, they wanted me to have a suit and tie job yeah. where I went into the office. Because, like, my mom cleaned houses, cleans houses. Now she's more of, like, an assistant you know, to, like, go to Trader Joe's. But, <laughs> but like, <laughs> she's been with them for, like, 30 years. And that's... She walks dogs and goes to Trader Joe's. That's all she does <laughs> all day. And, and, and my dad... He's just like a a foreman for uh, Clark Construction, which is a large uh, construction company. So that's what they've done their entire life. All they
1: knew was corporate.
0: All they knew was like that kind of work. And they wanted their son to not like work and like break his back and like do laborious work. So they're like, we need you to get a job that's going to require for you to wear a suit, tie, and like a briefcase and go into an office.
1: Go to the office nine to five. Nine to five. Yeah. Find it out. And it sucks.
0: Right? But like it only sucked more as time was going on and I was realizing there they're So you struggling. did have this job. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh no. Yeah, so I, I
0: gave them what they wanted, right? I mean I had a nice I had a nice desk with three monitors. I was overlooking the water. I was <laughs> Where in no? Maryland? No, in Old Town Alexandria. I was overlooking what what uh Potomac. It is a Potomac, but I can't remember um, not Dulles. What's that airport? Reagan. Reagan. I would I would watch planes land on Reagan Airport. Like I had a good view. The sunrise would kind of, I mean it was like it was like what you wanted, but it just it wasn't what I wanted. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. And and I, I think it was because I was jaded with that money that was coming in. So, I guess step 1 is like get jaded by other money coming that's in true. that's going to like lead you to like what you really want.
1: Do you think if you didn't buy that rental property, you wouldn't have got into this business? because you wouldn't have been pulled out because yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. that was kind of tugging at you because you saw that income, income coming in passive. but then yeah, you yeah. had this job that you knew you were going to do a great have a great income I
0: don't know maybe I, maybe but but I'm just kind of looking at my current situation yeah if I was 30 I guess I'm 35 I'm turning 35 if I, if I was at this point and still working a corporate job I'd still look at my dad and my dad still owns Reynolds okay. and he he could leave his job at any point he can leave his job at any point and make more money with his rentals than he would working. Nice. But he just likes to like stay in motion, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And work and feel productive and that kind of thing. So I think that at some point maybe I would have seen him and been like, That's a good idea. Yeah. And like tried it, but it could have just been one of those like I'm building my career. It's gonna take me five years to build my career, anyways. Yeah. And then we probably, if it wasn't for COVID, it probably would have taken five years to like really see some cash flow. So yeah. I think I probably would have gotten it anyways, but I definitely wouldn't have gotten. You've been part time. You've early. been doing both. Yeah, yeah, it would have definitely been more part time. So how long were you working that job, and what were you getting paid at that job? Um, so it fluctuated. I think I started at like fifty-five thousand, and then I got up to. I think it was like ninety five. Okay, so and then plus bonuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I like it. hundred. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was good, but you know, I mean, it it was good. I I can't I can't complain. It was good for the area. It's not as good as like I would say that for Richmond is probably like seventy thousand something like that. Yeah. So it's oh, like pretty God. decent. So you're decent income. Yeah, because like everything up up in Northern Virginia is a bit more expensive, but like it was decent enough to like that for the average person, I think it would like tie them. Right. Yeah. Right? It'd be like, whatever dreams, whatever you wanted to, you yeah, had yeah. six figures, like yeah. you're fine. Um, But yeah, so I started seeing that come in and in 2007, no, what was it? I think it was like 2017 or I think it was like 18. Uh, My wife had the bright idea. We were having conversations and she knew that I had stuff. I had rentals and I had a conversation with her about um, her student loans Suck we're still paying them <laughs> off. I sh- we really should just like completely pay them off But my, now with inflation, I feel like cheap yeah. debt. Yeah, it's like yeah. a $500 payment last year is like a $350 payment yeah. now Like it's <laughs> not worth paying off right yeah. now, right? So like so back then I, I was I was talking to her about my rentals and she saw that and she saw like that money would just come in and it'd Take care of some of our bills, and I was just like why don't you? get a rental right I was like you get something I was like and if you can't do it alone get something with your friend I was just trying to like kind of like you guys just like just trying to show people the benefit of investing and how it can really impact their life not just short term but long term overall Mm -hmm. right so I was showing her that and she caught on really quick and was like hell yeah so So she bought her she bought a rental so she was looking to buy a rental Okay. so she was looking to buy a rental um we walked the property whatever she brought her friend along her friend was walking with her they were both pretty convinced they they knew it was a pretty good deal whatever whatever but once it came down to like actually like signing the docs to like make it formal right with the offer um, her friend ended up realizing how much she'd actually have to put down and her friend started backing out so they oh, were going to partner together they, gonna part. on. they <laughs> were going to partner I wasn't gonna be in it. It was okay. just gonna be my wife and it was gonna be her partner. Uh, and I was just like, "You guys do your thing, even if it's like a two fifty cash flow for each one of you guys. It's gonna both help you for your uh, student loans, right?" Is this in oh. Richmond. <clears throat> it is. Okay. Yeah. So we still own the house too. Um, it's oh, so st- you ended up buying it. Yeah. So we didn't yeah, end up buying it. You and her. Then. You and her. Yeah. So so <laughs> Rosi <we're still laughs> and I ended up buying it. Uh, it's in Swansboro, and we we bought it uh, because our friend ended up backing out, and we made every intention of being like here's money, like you, we'll lend you money, what was you can pay the us down, back later. What was that down
1: payment that she backed out of? It was 25000
0: So Total or 25000 $25, No, 25000 total. Oh, so $12,000. Yeah. It was like twelve Man. grand. Yeah. Does she still talk to that friend? Wow. Yeah, 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 They're still good friends. Do, they, uh, do, you, do you show her the numbers? Yeah, she upset about the appreciation? <laughs> no. I don't, really, at least, I don't try to bring it up. Cause yeah. It's like, obviously since that point, because that was the first point that we like, we're going to do anything with anybody else. From that point on, like we've obviously like done a lot more projects we've seen a lot more houses we own a lot more properties but like from that moment forward i was just like i'm not gonna bring up any do you think that friend yes. knows what she missed <laughs> yeah. out on i think she does but i don't think she cares she cares about okay. uh, yeah. okay. yes. like she doesn't like the I missed opportunity is like okay it's gone oh, yeah. fine who cares i didn't miss out i she probably used that money or what what that money would have been or something else, yeah, and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Bought a car. With.
1: Hopefully, it's not long gone, which probably is, but
0: yeah. Um But yeah, but that's that's when Rocio was really on board. Yes. So that's when my wife was really on board, and she really saw. Okay, we because because we kept it, and then we were making five hundred dollars, and I was paying home for student loan. Yeah. So it was almost like sure we paid twenty five thousand dollars up front, but five thousand times twelve months at six thousand, we were getting like a twenty percent return on our money. And that twenty percent return yes. was indefinite yeah. and it was covering a student loan. Could we have paid off our student loan? Sure, but then that money would have been gone. gone. It would have been sunken and it would have been right. but now in that same property is we haven't had an appraised or evaluated or anything. But like based on comps around, it's over two hundred.
1: Yeah. In equity? It's oh, over two hundred. The, is the ARV is over two hundred.
0: Uh-huh. And we owe like seventy five thousand, eighty thousand, something like that. So like that's awesome. Big change from like 2017-18 yeah. to now, right? So you bought a turnkey, right? It was Already turnkey. painted a little bit, but like it was yeah.
1: turnkey, basically. But see, a lot of people don't understand return on investment. Yeah. They don't understand yeah. the fact that 25 grand sounds like a lot, but that 25 grand is getting a 20% yeah. return on investment. Yeah. That's yeah. huge.
0: Yeah. Now, I, I do have an accounting background, so yes. like it did help me kind of analyze that and kind of see it differently, right? Yeah. And that's one thing that I do feel like help me and i feel like helps most people that are business oriented is like they'll see different colors if that makes sense right like they'll see the green like the brighter greens they'll see the brighter blue because they're seeing it differently they're not just seeing the black and white of like do i emotionally feel like this is right buy or not yeah, they're seeing yeah, the, the investment numbers. of it yeah. over a long term they recognize what kind of investor they are and then and then they're buying buying it uh, that way but yeah, so that was really the first time that she got triggered into the on position f- to invest. Now we didn't buy anything for two years after that. Mm-hmm. Just and
1: overanalyzing stuff, or what, what was the reason no. for not buying? Could so buy we were
0: still no, we weren't we, we we were looking but we weren't like we our goal at that point, it probably took us like six months to a year to like have the conversation of, okay, this makes sense, this works, it's good, like if we did this 10 times we'd make five grand like we were doing that kind of math like yeah. oversimplifying it But we were kind of stretching it out over ten years because she had a pretty decent career I had a pretty decent career with long long longevity So we were just like we can we can do this normal life thing Yeah, and then just start to invest on the side right so like really start to grow a portfolio and in 2019 I um, we were looking for another property because they had taken us some time to find it, and we found actually the one that we're sending right now. This house. This house. Wow. Nice. We found this house. It had been on and off the market three times. I think we were the fourth people to put it under contract, and it just kept falling out of contract. It kept falling out of contract. It was never disclosed why. I looked at it. I had some background in construction. Yeah. I looked it through. Um. I think the reason was water intrusion, but we put a sub pump in it and the problem was solved. But like we looked it through and we ended up buying it for I mean, it was it was $85,000. It was originally it was originally on the market for 100. They had always asked for 100 every single time. And we offered 100 because that's what they wanted. But then when the inspection came through, we got a little scared and we were like yeah. oh, you know like whatever but but i was like it's definitely something that money can solve right so i was just like i don't think they're going to take this but 15000 they've already fallen out of contract 3 other times i was like let's give it a shot so what made you cuz you usually buy properties as is correct mm. so what made you put an inspection contingency on this one
1: specifically so this
0: was the mls and this is when i converted from i invest part time to i invest full time okay so, so this
1: house was the deciding factor this for house you to go a, all
0: in yeah this house so when we put this house under contract i was like i was like this is gonna be really time consuming because keep in mind we were living in northern virginia yeah i worked in the old town Alexandria. it took two hours yeah, to yeah. get here so it so like managing it remotely to me it was some people can do it but like I've, I've, i i've i wanted it to be done right right yes. so it's not like I had a reputation or anything, but like I wanted it to be done right and I wanted it to sell for the highest possible dollar. So you went into this thing and you were going to flip it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were buying oh, this to flip it from the <laughs> get-go. <laughs> so we bought it for eighty five, dollars And, um, yeah, and since then, I was, I was like, all right, well, Rocio, Rocio was really the one who uh, was like, you just need to leave your job. She was like, if you're already getting anxious, just imagine people start doing things wrong or when things aren't (laughs) done when they're supposed to get done she was like you're just gonna flip so i was like all right well then if you're if you're a go i'm gonna go and we did it. it and now mind you i we had some money saved up we obviously had other money coming in we had some equity like we were in a position where we could do it and we were gonna be okay and i could find another job if i wanted to but i you just wanted to go all in. I just the wanted to go all in. all in. I wanted to go all in because I, I don't know, it just, it was one of those, I don't know. It felt like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like an artist, but it like felt right. Yeah, it felt right. Yeah. It,
1: well, that's a real thing. I mean, a lot of people, right. the reason they do stuff is because it feels right. Yeah. And for one, you had the backing to be allow you to go yeah. into it. A lot of people don't have that opportunity. They get caught up in family, kids, everything yeah. else. They don't have that extra <laughs> income like y'all had coming in yeah. already.
0: To go full circle and yeah. know all that. And that made, a big, that made a big difference. And then, of course, my wife being super supportive, she had good income too. I was traveling down here. I mean, I was traveling two hours. Every yeah, so three were you times in Richmond when you are traveling down? Yeah. So you get like a hotel for the night, come check on the project, go sleep in a hotel? No, 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 I didn't have a hotel. You I, slept I was there? Sleeping, I, was, I was sleeping in different projects. Yeah, so I had a <laughs> break. You got an air mattress? <laughs> sometimes I did, sometimes I did. <laughs> Because some houses had electrical, some houses didn't, right? So, I I was sleeping... No, I usually wasn't sleeping in this house. Because it was too big. So, I was... <laughs> too I, we, scary for yeah. you? Yeah, we also bought... <laughs> at the same time, we bought... Not at the same time, but like a couple months after we bought this one, we bought like another two in the south side. And those were significantly smaller. I was yeah. like, they, they look like cuter <laughs> areas, whatever. So, like, we, I just... Would bring extra blankets. Now it's like sleep on the floor there. Yeah, uh, it was commitment. it was rough. Yeah, so that's commitment. That's yeah, right. I
1: mean you were going all in, whether you wanted to or
0: not. All in, all in, and a lot of it was. And I had pictures on like my Instagram. If you scroll all the way back, like I would take three hours and just like clean my basement. Like we, I would like <laughs> demo and then like put it in bags and clean it up and so <laughs> I was, like dude, I bought like knee pads and like a sander and everything. So I could, I mean, all these baseboards are brand new, but uh, most of the ones upstairs are old.
1: Yeah. All my <laughs> knees, man. All my knees.
0: Sanding it <laughs> all down. So like this, this is where it started, and it was because I was gonna put everything into it. Now, that was in 2019. We bought it in, in November of 2019. Ooh. So that was like what four months before the world was ending, right? Yep. It's like March, uh, five months before. So like March came around. And then covid started happening and this was like almost done like we were planning on sanding the floors it was take. it was our first big project so we were like about to sand the floors and a few things were about to get done and the world was about to end and we were just like oh shit! now, <laughs> now uh i one one thing that i did miss was that this one was originally with a partner oh okay. yeah so we had you money and a money partner the wife not just me and the wife okay. so me and the wife Put it under contract we were gonna buy it but we still needed some money to be able to like do the reno. yeah and we had a money partner that got involved a good friend and like when the when COVID started happening we all got really scared about what was going to happen next and that's when we started having the conversation of course just trying to figure out the best way to get out yep. and not burn anybody we're just like all right well we need to uh my suggestion was to refinance as soon as possible to get out because we didn't know what was going to happen. Yes. The market could have crashed, the houses could right. have tanked, interest rates, whatever, right? We just didn't know what was going to happen. So in the middle of it, I think that happened in March. We immediately started putting in, it was like a week or two. We talked it all out and then we immediately started the refinance process mm-hmm. and we ended up closing like early May.
1: So you refi them out, so then you, you were the only, just you and her were the only ones left.
0: Yeah. So we we um, we obviously acknowledged what they had put into the renovations, and then we respected the like the split that we were going to do. Uh, but we did as much to it as possible before it got refinanced, and then it got appraised, and then, and then it, we ended up uh, splitting out. Nice. But he still made good money. I mean, yeah. I think he made like. 55% on his money within like 5 months yeah, or something. so like awesome. he still made good money on his investment but it was a very nerve wracking time but in the refinancing process we ended up keeping our we ended up keeping this house
1: we I was going to say what made y'all move in? like after all of this and everything Oh wait, what so made we, y'all yeah when you first refi you, you were in
0: Alexandria yeah you weren't able you weren't planning on moving in when you refied it? you are no, still no. planning on renting it? no no no, no. so so oh, okay so we were, when we were first started talking about it in March, it, I mean, the world was ending, so we were just like, all right, so do do? everything's shutting down. The girls, because I have two daughters, the girls' schools are shutting down. Everything's shutting down. Yeah. And we, we lived in a really highly dense neighborhood. So we were just like, we need to get out. Like, we can't go to Target. Like, everything's shutting down. Yes. Um, that's just not a, a way to live. We don't know how long this is going to take. Obviously, it took like a year and a half, two years. Um, Still going through it. <laughs> but I know, but but we always wanted to move back down to Richmond because we, no. my wife went to school at VCU, so we know Richmond, and we know that this was the right place for us to grow our family. That's cool. Right. So when when everything kind of came around, it was like all the puzzle pieces just started fitting into place.
1: That's awesome.
0: And uh, it was like the perfect thing. So our our uh, financing investor or buddy, he ended up getting all of his money. We ended up keeping the house. We got all of our money back and now we ended up keeping a house and kind of started selling into it. And it's like
1: two years later, you're still living here. Yeah. yeah. Two
0: years later, we're still in here and um, yeah, have some equity in the house and everything has kind of gone up. But this has given us the foundation because the the mortgage payment on this is 60% of what our mortgage was up north. Oh. So like it's nothing and the house that we had up north, the mortgage is so also still so small that on top of that we get cash flow and that cash flow pretty much pays for the mortgage on this on this house so like when we when we considered all those moving pieces and all that money it just totally made sense for us to just move down here just live super lean and then just really try to take this thing uh, off the ground and since then it's really just been networking 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 make sure that You know, you deliver on what you say you're going to deliver on, uh, put your best foot forward um, and just be aggressive on the acquisition part, on the making friends part, on on every front. Just be the best version of yourself and always just give, 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 give. We're talking to an investor today who's really big on that and that really hit home because like I feel like we all do that now, which is just... Put out, put out, put out. How can I help you? What can I do for you? So, because we live in abundance. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, like well, what that's we what, we're doing what we do. Yeah, what we do to is it. is gonna come. Uh, what we do is, how do I put this? gonna come back in the future you know eventually it's gonna come back around to you
1: yeah and not only that but we're doing it because we want people to understand you don't have to be in the perfect situation or the perfect game you can be in the midst of covid and things still work out great i mean look at where we are two years later yeah you started off not knowing what was gonna happen in covid you were going full you went full time six months before covid the world shut down yeah and now look at where you've become yeah since then i mean it's unreal
0: yeah and it's uh, it's really just one conversation one action it's listening to one podcast it's listening to one person's story like it it can just be one thing that kind of triggers you yeah. into like that's what i'm supposed to do and even if it's not investing if it if it's day trading or if it's like being an artist or being whatever it is yeah. like it might just be that one thing that like triggers you Um, It doesn't have to be
1: the perfect storm. You could have easily ran back the second COVID hit, right back to your corporate job. Absolutely. And they would have taken you back.
0: Oh, yeah. With this shortage of employees. I mean, I was getting calls left and right. Hey, we'll give you more. I mean, I got offered offered like 30% more than what I left for. Uh, And it was just like, no. I mean, we had this conversation all the time. And it it got so funny (laughs) because like, there there were weeks where it'd get really quiet with like my investing stuff. And then I'd get a call from either whether it's a recruiter or an old employee, whatever. And they'd be like, "Hey, like, come back." And and, I, and you were thinking about it. And I'd think about it, and then Rocio and I would talk about it for like a week. And then the following day, we'd get a call from a wholesaler, or like something would happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something would always happen, and it was. And I'd always look at Rocio and it was like that was a test. Yeah. It was a yeah. test if I was going to go back to work because nothing was going on. And then all of a sudden, since I said no and committed something will come around. Yeah, I mean, that happened enough times that it was like eerie. That we yeah. knew a deal was going to come around. Here's just because Simon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's just, that's, I mean, it was just in the, like an abundance thing. So I was getting that from people all over the place. They were seeing my energy that I was bringing through. Um, started making friends with really good people who had the same kind of mindset. And it just kept compounding yeah right there's a really good quote about uh the one investment that you'll never fail and that will never go bad is the investment in yourself because that'll compound indefinitely right right? it's it's your reputation that'll continue Mm -hmm. to grow i mean there are plenty of people out there uh in richmond who invest who are investors who i mean they don't have to say anything but the moment you get a new person gets into i want to invest in real estate they hear several names Yep and they're like oh yeah these are great investors because of xyz and that's just a reputation that's compounded over time yeah right because they are honest and good people who are are looking to be really smart about how they do business and they take care of the people around them
1: yeah right and not so, only that but we're the next generation to take leadership yeah. and to take yeah. charge because a lot of the I'm not gonna say older ones, but they're kind of getting wrapped up to where some of them are still helping people and still fully involved, and then some of them are kind of slowly starting to be backseat yeah, yeah, yeah. and let the younger <coughs> generation teach and lead yeah. people in the right direction. Because it's up to us to mm-hmm. get the younger ones in their 20s yeah. to come and fill our position when we start moving up.
0: Yeah, and yeah, we're gonna get there. It's, yeah, we're already cool. losing hair and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. we're losing hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's my story in a nutshell. I mean, it's not glamorous. It's not. It, it's just. It's just probably more traditional, for like the corporate employee. Yeah. Right. It's probably more traditional for that person, so it might serve some people. But I well think it's awesome like because it just goes to show you. You started early. You
1: yeah. went to college for four, six years. To college. Yeah. Yeah. To get six, this six degree, six and then I got go two degrees. Exactly. I got. Yeah. No,
0: I got a criminal justice degree and then I got an accounting degree. Oh, wow. And yeah.
1: then you went and did that job and decided that it wasn't for you. It wasn't going to make you happy on a day to day. So then you were still, you didn't let your ego keep you there. Because yeah. a lot of people, That's they go get this degree and they're like, I have to do this for the rest of my life. I, got, I spent four years to get to this yeah. point. Whether I like it or I don't like it, yeah. I gotta be here. Yeah, I think they get sucked in and don't wanna like waste that time yeah. that they spent studying for and accounting an, or whatever. Another yeah. big thing is your parents, your yeah. your yeah. peers. They look at you like, oh, you went to school all this time. You have to do this. Yeah. I want you to do this. Yeah. I paid for you to do A lot yeah. of times, like kids nowadays, they get their college paid for by their parents. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, no, you're going to do this. We yeah. paid for you to go yeah. to the school. They don't wanna let their parents down. Yeah. But I mean, for you, even if you're 30, You've been, you been in
0: the workforce, what, 10 years, 12 years? Yep, but, if that. But you're gonna continue to be in that workforce for another 40? 37 years yeah. Yeah. before you retire? And no, do you know how many 90.
1: people just stay in the rat race and keep doing that year in, year, year out. out, they hate their job? I mean, how many people have we met that they got out when they were 50, That are in our group, that are in our real real estate meetup, And they're like, man, I envy y'all for getting out early and getting into their, in your 20s or 30s and doing this because they stuck it out. They were like, nope, I can't let my mom down and I got to keep on going and I'm an engineer or so forth. They just keep rolling with the punches and they don't ever want to do anything. And not that they are scared to do it, they just don't want to let someone down or themselves down and they spent so many years perfecting it that they don't wanna go backwards. Yeah. When really it's not backwards, it's just stepping into somewhere where you really, really should have been, but you never go. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, it sucks. But, but I don't know. That's it. Boring story, but (laughs) Carlos, Gen H.
0: Yeah! All right, guys. Hey, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, little tap on the mouse, little tap of the phone, and that's all you need. (laughs) Chat, <laughs> <laughs> chat.